Hello, and welcome back to the Duality Podcast with your favorite duo, Bella and Simmy. What are we talking about today? Today, we got an astounding amount of attention. Virality, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) I love you went viral on the TikTok. If you don't follow us, go and see. Go see. Millions of views. Just kidding. No, like 250 or something. Something light, you know, no big. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But basically about our episode on living in a stranger's house, which was basically vacationing through house sitting and pet sitting. So we got a lot of questions in the comments, a lot of concerns, a lot of questions mm-hmm. about how this works. And so we wanted to do a full deep dive on what we've thought of and how to get started with house sitting. Um, but before we get into it, Bella wants to give a few live updates. <laughs> Please don't frame me for this. I just feel like we got to like warm up into the episode. You have to get to know us. So anyways, what's going on in life? Um, we went to a grad party yesterday. Super fun. Literally so fun. It Tried was, Nigerian food for the first time. Yeah, it was Good a whole Good vibes event. all around. Yeah, it was so fun and um, exciting to see you know life happened it's so weird Mm -hmm. transitioning to an adult like all these kids you know in your childhood i mean actually it was my friend from college so i guess it wasn't really childhood but still kind of a little bit so that was super fun i'm going to texas for the first time on tuesday wednesday that's fun texas texas cowgirl summer (laughs) my pronouns are usa yeah so i'm excited about that i think that's about it though it's yeah Mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk about trusted mm-hmm. house sitters. We have another house sit coming up soon. It'll be um, another adventure. So yeah, that's kind of all that's going on. Anything yep. else for you? Um, nope. My life is meaningless. And <laughs> please. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, I'm excited for Father's Day this year because I have plans with my fam. We're gonna go to the lavender farm. Oh, it's gonna be so fun. I know. And like that's like a cute little like what do you do there? You just like look at the fields, right? It's so cute. They like have it's a lavender farm so you can look at the fields, but then they have food stands that are like lavender flavored every like desserts. Mm. They have sourdough pizza. Oh I want that. It's so cool. I I bought like this uh, pillow mist from there too. They have just have like, candles and random products. That's cool. Yeah. So we're going to go there. I might go to like kind of like a little India town that's near nearby kind of where we live. I'm going to go there. So I'm going to get bomb Indian food and look at all like the saris and jewelry. That's my plans. Also planning to visit my boyfriend at some point in this summer. So planning that trip and we'll keep y'all updated on how that goes because that might be my small t- It's not even a small town, but like nature it's giving coastal grandmother like that tiktok aesthetic it's like the east coast summer you know yeah cape cod if you will (laughs) that vibe we'll see how it goes anyway so we're excited but you know it's summer we're in the travel vibe so hopefully this q a will help you maybe if it's if you know if europe and asia and all the far away international places is not in the books though you can with this but yeah though you can with this yes um, this is like a really great option for staycations. So yeah, let's just get into it. How it works. Basically, when we've been doing house sitting and pet sitting, we specifically have been using this app called Trusted House Sitters because it was by far the app with the most listings and we specifically liked that you had to pay to be on there as mm-hmm. a pet sitter or a homeowner. 
pet parent as if you will um because that just like introduces a layer like you're not just gonna be like a random person putting up a free like a free listing you didn't have to do anything to get there we just like that layer of safety in and of itself so we use trusted house sitters and trusted house sitters there's a couple of similar equivalents but like we said we use this one for a reason trusted house sitters allows you to basically have a staycation anywhere in the world and it's similar to renting on Airbnb where you're not maybe in the exact tourist center in a hotel vibe. No, like you're paying for that experience of getting out of your home for setting up a new routine and getting to know a new area, maybe for a longer term time than a short term quick. I want to see the museums and the yeah. area and the sites and then leave. And there are listings like downtown. Like there's some in Manhattan. There's some in like San Francisco mm-hmm. downtown. So you do get that, but it's not... It is like with an Airbnb, you can cook your own meals. It's more of like living in a home. Yeah, like you said. Yeah. And so the whole point of this app is that it's a trade and this t- trade requires a lot of trust. But essentially, you are providing a service by staying at someone's home. You're taking care of somebody's pets and that's a big responsibility. But pet care is expensive. And also a lot of people don't agree with putting their pets in up like like a boarding place yeah because they get scared about how they have to treat your pets and if you are actually going to a place where you know they're gonna like have the attention to treat them well it's super expensive like super expensive just as much as like an accommodation for you for a night it's basically like that for your dog and so Mm -hmm. this is a huge service for them and then in return you just get a free home so it's kind of just like a swap. It involves a lot of trust. It's kind of just like having faith in humanity vibes because mm-hmm. there really is no huge incentive other than just saving money for both parties. Um, but that's the thing, though. I just feel like when it comes to this and our experience on Trusted House Sitters, it's not like we're applying to... It has to... It appeals to us. Like, the house is yeah. pretty. It has amenities. It's in a location we want to be in. Like, these are not just, like, a ran- like your random cousin wants you to yeah, watch their like dog. Yeah, like, some suburb with nothing around it. Like, yeah, it People, definitely has a draw or an appeal to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Or, and like, even the more than, time, too. Yeah. Even more than travel sometimes, when I was thinking of visiting my boyfriend in, you know, a different state, it would be an opportunity to live... I, 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 he has to be there for a job, right? And so it would be an opportunity to not have to pay for your accommodations while you're there for a job. For so long, too. Yeah. Because there are some listings on Trusted House Sitters that are only, like, two days. But I feel like they don't make as much sense as a super long listing so you can get settled in the house, get mm-hmm. to know the dog, get to know the area. So it's it's nice for that option because paying for a Airbnb for that long, literally thousands of dollars, like, for Thousands of dollars, yeah. And also, yeah. it's just nice because... I think the situation is just so great for work from home people mm-hmm. specifically and even more specifically for us being people that we live with our parents. So we don't pay as much towards rent. And so we're not maybe we're not leaving our home that we pay rent on to go somewhere else for free. Like it genuinely is you get to go to a house. And honestly, most of the time, if you talk to the owner and everything is case by case but when you talk to the owner a lot of them are way more accommodating than others but if you think about it, it's kind of like a you also get amenities for free whether it's like their electricity their wi-fi but also like toilet paper household yeah. like things like that um so it really is a pretty economic thing the only thing you really i feel like pay for is your food yeah. and and stuff but even some people let you use their car yeah, some our people... first day she let she we didn't use her car because we brought our own but she said we could use her car so it's like for people that are flying in like we drove there but like if you were flying in you could have a car so it's really nice it's like free rent or even if you are paying rent and you do have your own place it's even nicer for them for that usually you pay your rent and you pay for and vacation. you pay for a vacation oh. so it's like free vacay and 
Well, I shouldn't say free vacay. Free place to stay. Because people mm-hmm. are all up in the comments. <laughs> it's not do free. Do flights cost money? <laughs> yes, yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's the thing. So I wanted to point out the reality is that it's a staycation, not as much of a vacation. Um, and if you're somebody who has to take PTO, you really have to, it has to be like the perfect house in the perfect place for it to be worth it for you. Because at the end of the day, you are providing a service and you're, I view it kind of like, it's a kind thing to You're taking care of someone's pets and that pets are like kids to people. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you have pets, you understand how much you care about them. And so it is a responsibility of taking care of them. But if you have experience taking care of pets and you love pets, what a great opportunity because you just get to live somewhere, you take care of a pet. But then you still do get to experience a new a place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and the last thing before we'll get into how to get started is I really just feel like it's not paid house sitting for a reason because these houses are not grimy. Like it's an it's an incentivized thing. Like you wouldn't apply to these houses if they weren't something that was very appealing to you. And so I feel like every stay that we've done up to now, it felt like we were getting a fair trade out of this. Oh, like it was worth the yeah. effort. And all the ones we've stayed in have been, like, beach cities, which has been really nice. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely worth the effort. Like, yeah, you do have to put in work because you have to do, like, take out the trash, but if take you care already, of the dogs. But it's if you already have bad. a dog and you already live you're in a house, you're used to it. And if you like animals and you like spending time with them anyways, it's like, oh, that's kind of a bonus too. Mm-hmm. So I don't really feel like there's really any downsides in my, in my experience. I mean, I'm sure it's case by case. And we also – like Simi said, like we live with our parents, so getting out of the house is such a huge, like, really nice, especially because we do eventually want to like move out. So it's kind of just like a nice way to move out without incurring any like rent or utilities costs. Exactly. So, how would you get started if this is intriguing you up to now? Basically, like we said, we use the app Trusted House Sitters. You can get it on the App Store, you can sign up online. It's a website as well as an app. And we already told you kind of why we picked it mostly because we wanted a place where you have to pay to be there because that unlocked like it's a little bit more safe automatically than something that was free um on this app how it works is that you pay for a membership that's what we're saying right so what membership would we recommend we went to we use the basics so the three options are this is for sitters specifically you have the basic sitter which is 129 dollars a year um also, check our link in our bio for the discount code. But mm-hmm. um, then you have Standard Sitter, which is $169 a year. And then Premium Sitter, which is $259 a year. We have the Basic Sitter, which is the cheapest option. And that basically just gives you the ability to apply to unlimited house sets worldwide. And then also gives you a free background check. So those are really like the, the only things that are included in that. If you upgrade to the Standard Sitter, you get this, the house sets, the background check, free video calls and online chats with vets while house while pet sitting so like if something goes wrong with the pet you can get like care from an actual vet to like help you through the situation when you're taking care of someone else's pets and then you also get alerts for safe searches but we get that too for ours so i don't know why that's listed there yeah interesting anyways um and and what she means by that is basically when you're you can set up a safe search in the app for like a certain location certain date etc and it'll send you a notification every time there's a new listing that meets that criterion mm-hmm. and then dedicated member support um which is basically just guiding people through setting up a profile getting reference verifications helping you apply to the sits basically like support and then also accident and third-party liability protection which um says that they can cover up to a million dollars per incident that you have like if something gets damaged during your sit then you get insurance for that 
But yeah, I don't know. There were some reviews that were saying that that doesn't necessarily cover everything. Like you have to make sure that you read the fine print for that. Like it's not going to cover every single thing. But yeah, well, the problem is it's a, it's a burden of proof. I think for a lot of it is like even though if someone comes in and they damage your dining room table, I think it's like proving it. And then also if someone like cancels on you for a sit, proving that there was like an actual reason why they, they shouldn't have canceled, but there was a really bad reason why they did. Yes. And then the third option is the premium sitter, which comes with all the same things as a standard sitter. It's two fifty nine though. And you get sit cancellation insurance, which is actually pretty clutch. Like if mm-hmm. if a par- pet parent cancels, you the site provides $150 per night to cover the cost of alternative accommodation up to $1,500 per sit. So that's that's nice. And then you also get airport lounges once a year. Like literally like an airport lounge Like if you were traveling pass. to go house sit for somebody and you can get a free airport lounge pass from trusted house sitters for that trip up to only one time a year though. So. Yeah, you get two a year. And then you also get a premium badge on your profile. So personally for us, the basic sitter was good because we've only done California sits because we live in California. We can drive ourselves. So we know like if anything really goes wrong, we could just drive home. Mm -hmm. So there is not really as much risk. We were talking about this before we were recording this podcast. And we definitely want to do more out of state further ones now that we feel more comfortable with it. So we'd probably upgrade because it's only 40 bucks more and you get like liability protection, which I think is nice. So I think it depends. I would do premium sitter if I was going out of the country, to be honest. Just because oh, 100%. You get I would, the most I would honestly do premium sitter if you're going anywhere that's like you're paying a lot. Like if you're, like going you're getting the a country flight. Even. Yeah. yeah. If you're, if you're a investing flight. a lot of money into this, then yeah, do the premium sitter. Because the thing is, there's so many cool sits in like Europe, mm-hmm. even like, like I was looking at Bali. If you want to go to Bali, there's so many sits over there too. But it's, it is such a risk. You know, you're not just yeah. driving like a couple hours away. So I would get the premium sit for those people. If you're literally just doing sits, driving distance, you can take your own car, you know people in the area. Then I think basic sitter is fine. But it just kind of depends on what you're doing. We have but basic yeah, sitter. Basic but. sitter, it's technically how much a month? 129. 129, but we used someone else's referral code when we first started. And so it was basically a, like $99 each. And so we just split it between the two of us. It was like $50 each. And we ended up staying places for Three over. Three stays. Cumulatively over like 12 weeks. Yeah. We've stayed for free in places, which is nice. So, so that's definitely slade, worth 50 bucks. Slade, slade, um, slade. And then... Okay, so that was like choosing a membership and the cost, and it's 100% worth it to us. Someone asked if we thought it was worth it because, like we just said, about 12 weeks of staying somewhere for $50, actually. $50 and your time. That's the only thing. I will, like, you do have to, you know, apply to listings and communicate with these homeowners. So think about that. But when it comes to actual, like, money, it technically was really only our gas and gas of getting there but then yeah your food is what you would always you would eat food when you were at home so it's and you have a kitchen so it's not like you have to eat out every meal which is nice too and i will say i think the sticker price seems like a lot like if you look at oh my gosh 129 dollars, but that's a whole year so if you divide that by every single like month or week if you want to see like how much would it be taking out of my paycheck it's so small so like Mm -hmm. i think yeah it's kind of like oh am i really gonna spend like it was kind of weird i remember when we bought it we were like oh are we sure about this but Mm -hmm. once you do one sit it's worth it so even if you're like oh i didn't really actually love that experience it pays itself for Mm -hmm. one sit so I would definitely recommend for your first sit, don't go anywhere crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you are lucky enough to live in a state where there's somewhere you'd want to go, mm-hmm. then I would just go somewhere like local or driving distance first just to see how you feel about the whole process. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's definitely worth it. Yeah. And then 
as far as getting started, once you sign up for membership, how do you sort of set up your profile? Basically, it's all the details that you would think. It's your name. You can put like a, a headline. Like I think ours is like reliable, young, work from home <laughs> work adults from home. or something yes. like that. Um, your location. You put photos of yourself, whoever's house sitting. So Bella and I have photos of ourselves on there and our pets anything that points to like being a good house sitter so we even have pictures of all of bella's plants because she has like a major green thumb and so it's just like anything that makes you look good for living in a house and taking care of pets there's an about us section where we talked about who we are um what we do like our occupation our relationship to each other oh we're best friends traveling because people are like are y'all a couple like we in love we in love (laughs) no we're just friends um (laughs) All this stuff, why we're house-sitting, what kind of led us here, our traits, like we're respectable, caring, etc. Like anything that makes you look attractive good. and looking like you're responsible, reliable as you are. But mm-hmm. really emphasize the fact that you're responsible, reliable, trustworthy. Just basically talk about your career, talk about your experience in school, like anything that will be impressive to the pet owners, I would say. And also, yeah, you can set up your profile with multiple people. So, I don't know. Because a lot of people do this as a couple with their partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, that's, like, the basic thing. So, you would put both of your names. Obviously, one person's going to have their main name on the account. But, and is the one that's going to get, like, the background check. But you can technically clarify anything. And so, we clarified that we're two best friends trying to travel together. We also talked about, like, our experience traveling to show that, like, we're used to being in new environments. and We're and, problem solvers. Yeah, we're problem solvers. We even put, like, our ideal night in, like, kind of, like, your hobbies. Just point to who you are as a person so people can get a better feel for Market who you yourself. are. I know all of you have social media, most <laughs> of you, so put those skills to work. <laughs> yes. We also said we're non-smokers, we're vaccinated. That sort of vibe, basically. That was about us. The next section section is why we want to house it. That's where we talked about, you know, we work from home, we want to be able to get out of the house and and get to know communities in a, in a new way of like actually living in them yeah talk about our experience in a different section um that's like where we say all the pets that we've taken care of house sitting that we've done in the past and you can get really detailed in like the pets you've taken care of for example i talk about my first dog and how my dog had disabilities and how i was able to take care of her um and the different types of breeds of dogs you have experience with smaller big dogs or cats even like turtles poultry poultry. (laughs) yeah i literally used to take care of my cousin's chickens so i put that in there because there's actually some sits where people have like farms farms like some with horses and stuff i'm like you have to have a special kind of person take care of horses but anyways yeah you can put that in there and then you put your availability your preferred countries that you want to go to occupation age you can especially when you first get started i would recommend getting external reviews just have one of your family members that you've ever babysat for house sat for um leave you can send them a link to give you a review. I think that the hardest step is getting your first set. Yeah, because if you don't the, have reviews, it's risky for the owner. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but if you can get that, then you're golden. And then it'll ask you if you can verify your email, your phone, your ID, so they can make sure that your name matches your name on your ID, and then the background check, like we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. The last step to getting started is applying to sits. There are listings worldwide. All the listings, what do they have? They kind of... Yeah, you can do literally almost any location in the world. It's so cool. I, just for fun, sometimes I look up like random countries like Greece. And like, yeah, it's they really have them all over. So they'll have a listing with the photos of the home, the location, the dogs or, you know, animals or whatever. 
the amenities like things you can also select when you're looking like if you want to do beachfront in the city like in you can the filter. mountains you can filter. it's literally like airbnb especially yeah. when they list the amenities it's like oh washer dryer wi-fi etc yeah and sometimes they'll put like high speed wi-fi so perfect for work from home people and then they'll tell you a little bit about who they are which is nice you can kind of get to know them they'll also tell you how many applicants have applied to that specific listing so also one thing to know is that listings will kind of shut down after five applicants to show that they're reviewing applications so you have to make sure that you apply as soon as you see this when we first started we would be like oh, i don't know if we can do let's think about it and then like 15 minutes later it was shut down because people had already applied to it so you just have to be kind of fast with it make sure that you have your notifications even on. if you're not 100 percent sure of all the logistics of the trip i think it's as long as you're pretty sure you're available you should just press apply and apply because yeah one it'll shut off after five applicants and, and applying just, early makes just a big difference because think about if you're the homeowner like the second I would get a ping that someone applied I'm looking at the profile and it's the same thing with jobs when you apply in the real world being the first fast. in is like the most important part if Bella had a separate account and applied yesterday they might have already set up a call with her that day of before I send in my application even though I'm second yeah and it so, doesn't really matter if the second person's better like if they like you enough they're gonna pick you yeah so yeah I would say that's important I would also say just because you apply doesn't mean that you're committing to it so ap- applying you're still gonna talk with the person which we'll get into later but you're still gonna talk with the homeowner and stuff so you don't have to worry like oh I don't actually know for sure if I can do it because you were only held responsible for it once you commit to the sit which is like a step later in the process so mm-hmm. yeah and then basically how you apply is you just look through their profile and then you click apply you send them a message in that message you should just make a template for yourself because we don't hand type it every single time we have a template where you can basically introduce yourself to talk about your willingness to follow all the instructions that they left you can offer to call them we prefer video call them to sort of get interviewed by them and also interview them mm-hmm. to make sure that it's a very safe and real offer that they're giving. Oh, yeah. We were going to say since we have done local drivable distance house sits for the most part, we've even offered to do like an in-person visit. Usually we would call first and then do an in-person visit. Because it just, like, again, establishes another line of safety for the homeowner to feel confident in choosing you. And also for us. Yeah, getting to know them, like, making sure that they don't seem, like, weird or anything. Yeah. And then you could, like, meet with them at, like, a Starbucks or something nearby to make sure that you're safe. Um, But I think it really is a selling point if you're local to be able to, especially because, like, the last last house that we did, we lived not too far away from the place, so we could come and visit them and meet them before they committed to us but they were going away for a month and a half like they wanted you want to be able yeah, to trust you want to be able to trust them it, it's staying different. in your home for that long the first day we ever did we didn't meet her because she lived like eight hours eight no not eight hours maybe like five hours. five hours it was kind of far so we didn't meet her but it was also like not that long so it kind of made sense and we faced her, so we had a good feel for her we looked up her like linkedin profile and stuff mm-hmm. like that so yeah exactly but so our tips basically on when you do the call You should have a document, write out your questions basically. And here are some examples from our type of document, like the things that we ask. Obviously it's like all the logistics about the stay, when they're going, when they expect you to get there. Mm -hmm. 
Um, because even though they might be leaving, what if they want you to come a little bit early to be able to like go through the instructions and give you a tour of their home? Taking care of the pets, you know, when do they have to go on walks? How do you feed them? What, what water do they prefer their pets to drink? All these little details are important, I think, to show that you are being considerate to how they take care of their dogs because everyone takes care of their pets just like how they take care of their children differently. Their routines, like do they normally go to bed at a certain time? What is their, what are the pets vibes like do they yeah, are they sleepy dogs yeah. yeah just ask every question you could even possibly think of like we even yeah. ask them like when's the trash day what do you what is your usual like cleaning routine like just to know literally every single detail so you're prepared but also it shows them that you care about the minute little details yeah are you allowed to take the dog somewhere do they want you to take the dog somewhere are they allowed in the car what plants do they ha- you have to um take care of you know getting the mail wi-fi use of their ac like all these things they may seem in the weeds maybe you don't have to ask these questions on the first time you call them but once you guys establish interest and you're pretty sure that you're both going to accept the sit these are the questions that you definitely want to ask logistically before you go to the house sit another big thing is just like making sure they're open to communication while they're gone because some people they may be in a vacation in an area where they can't talk to you if they're like international or something so making sure there's always like a line of contact for emergencies etc i would also want to ask when you get the chance whether other people are allowed if you are planning to have other people come as well like for us when we had a longer house day for over a month we wanted our sisters my sister and bella's brother to be able to come over so we had to ask her in advance are you okay with anybody else entering the house would you prefer to have any information about them etc Everything is so case-by-case basis, but another, probably the most important thing that I forgot to mention is asking them what is their routine with their dog? How often can you leave their dog Alone, out of the yeah. house? Yeah. Because that impacts a lot of your travel stay. Like, we applied to this one in LA. The lady didn't want us to leave. Like, she said, no longer than two hours. Girl, why am I going to go Two hours? Yeah. Be real. Gonna like, <laughs> you can't even enjoy no. the area if it's that much. But <laughs> Especially most people, LA. That's like a whole drive somewhere. Like, yeah. Oh th- that is the traffic commute to get yeah. to point A to point B. <laughs> Exactly. So you really just have to get in the same mindset as them um, and figure out what they're looking for and whether you can actually bring the task. Because, yeah, you you do not want to sign up for something where it does feel like more work than yeah, you being able to enjoy it. it. Yeah. But it's important to realize because a lot of people in the comments were like, oh, like, how are you not getting paid for that? Like, why would you do that? Like, that's labor. And I understand to a certain degree, but also... Think about people with their pets. Like, we're not, I'm not with my pet 24 7. You do leave the house. Yeah, you leave you the house. Pets. If you don't work from home, you leave the house for eight hours a day. So it's like, that's not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like if you leave. But them, maybe some dogs are different because some dogs have certain conditions. They have certain anxiety. Like, it depends. Yeah. It depends case by case. But that's yeah. the thing. You just have to talk to them. So, what do we look for when we try to pick a house sit? Well, first of all, we look for location. I think for the past couple stays that we did, the location that we wanted were like places we were thinking about moving. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, let's get accommodated to this this setting. Now that we're comfortable and we're familiar with that area, we're thinking about going somewhere further. But we look for a pretty house. We're mm-hmm. very big on aesthetics. aesthetics. So It should sure- feel like an Airbnb. Yeah, I need to feel elevated. Yeah. I need to feel like this is worth my time. Yeah. <laughs> so we stay somewhere really like nice. I think um, just a home that we really are excited to stay in. And then also responsibilities that align with our plan for the trip. So if we're doing a trip like the one in Slow, it was a more walkable. We did one in San Luis Obispo, California. It's a more walkable community, so we didn't worry too much about how like that 
dog did require more walks but it wasn't a big deal because it's a walkable community so you can just go back to the house in like two seconds the later sits we wanted to make sure that they were ones where the dog was okay for a longer period of time Mm -hmm. so that we could go to the beach or we go to the mall and it didn't really like make that big of a difference Mm -hmm. so it just depends just making sure that the requirements of the owner align with your plans for the stay I think is really important anything else what do you think yeah, I think the the biggest thing that we look for is safety. And so you can look at the reviews of the pet parents, the homeowners, um, to see past sitters who went there and how they enjoyed it. We read through every single review. We obviously opt for video calls or an in-person meeting just to see the face so it matches their pictures, etc. When you finally, like if you get to the phase where you both agreed to the sit, asking for their address so you can look up their address, you can look up their name. Um, we always try to look for their LinkedIn to make sure it matches all the information that they've told we us. We asked in our document, we put our LinkedIn and we were like, if you could put yours, that would mm-hmm. be nice too. So it's nice because you can look up, make sure they're like a legit person, so... You're just trying to make sure that their digital footprint matches what they've told you. And so just looking up their name and their location makes a big difference for that. But honestly, overall, it is the vibes. And you have to ask very detailed questions to make sure things are safe and i mean we've and it's it goes both ways like they people have asked us a million questions Mm -hmm. about ourselves and what we do and why do you really want to house it because they want to get the vibes that you're actually going there for the reasons that you're advertising and the same thing we want to go somewhere that we feel safe Mm -hmm. yeah so just make sure that you're i mean at the end of the day it's like airbnb like it's a risk you're staying in someone else's house yeah so there is a certain level of you just have to trust that's why i call it trusted house sitters but if you can be as diligent as possible Mm -hmm. on the front end it'll save you from any like issues later on i think and what we do we do certain things to feel safe once we get there too like for precautions we first i send the address the dates everything to my family members so they know they have my location so they can keep tabs on me we obviously lock the doors and you know some safety members you got some paper spray some yes. pepper spray internal locks bats knives <laughs> All weapons, excluding guns. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No. We also, I think it's good that we stay together. Like, mm-hmm. I would absolutely I would not do never this do this alone. Like no. that, absolutely not. Like you definitely should have someone else with you so that, you know, there's people. And then... It also feels nice, the safety measure of even just, you're taking care of their pets, so, like, pets make me feel safer. So, I liked when we house sat for, like, a huge, it was a big yellow lab or whatever, but um, still, having, like, a dog that barks when people are nearby made me feel safe. Yeah, he slept in our room, so it was, Mm -hmm. like, we felt safe there. But overall, like Bella said, it is, like, an Airbnb sort of thing where there's, if you look at the reviews, so that was another question we got. The question was, oh, or someone said, like, look at the reviews in the app, it's so bad. They don't have, they have a 4.7 rating on the App Store, which is really good. Extremely high, For yeah. an app like this. Actually, I'm curious what Airbnb's is now that yeah. we think about it. And then there's some other app site where, called Trustpilot where they have 4.5 stars. And 90% of all the negative reviews are just about their app. Their app is kind of glitchy, which it is. It gets, it, it gets the, so the messaging feature on the app is glitchy. I would copy and paste your messages before you like click send sometimes because sometimes the app will quit and no your draft of your message will not save yeah that's so if you're typing a lot yeah that's kind of annoying that's what most of the negative reviews are and then there were like a couple when i was looking deep into it of uh pet owners who had bad experience with sitters who did not take care of their home or like broke things in their house like there was one person who was using their face wash and stuff so that's not really from our end so i i didn't that's really not see the people who were sitting pet sitting it's or house sitting owners. it was the homeowner who had a problem yeah. with because honestly that's what bella and i were saying in all this 
the homeowner has more to lose in this. Yeah. Because you're letting a stranger into your home with all of your belongings in it and you're hoping that they don't steal anything. You're hoping that they don't throw a party in your house and it's like a lot of just personal information about you. Yeah, so many things in your house that are valuable. So it is a risk for that person. So those were what most of the negative reviews are. I think I only saw one negative review that was like actually kind of, okay, that's that's possible. Like a homeowner had to cancel a trip but the person already booked the flights and stuff and then that was just like a difficult situation. So basically the reason why we always do local is because we want to be able to, if something happens, we can drive back home but if you choose to go international there that unlocks like a whole nother possibility of things and it that requires so much trust yeah we had interviewed with someone for a house sit and they were telling us how they used to be house sitters instead of um offering up their homes yeah and they said they actually did like three international sits or something like that Mm -hmm. because they felt safe as a couple probably because I wouldn't feel yeah yeah I wouldn't feel safe just me like me and Bella but Bella and I grammar non-existent they did have a case where they were supposed to go to Mexico and the person canceled on them after they had already bought their flights and made all of their plans and so that's just something that you have to that's why it's trust on both sides luckily in their case the homeowner I think reimbursed them yeah paid for their flights but the trusted house sitters wouldn't so that's something well they they do have the insurance they have the insurance for the stay per night oh and the insurance for the cancellation if you get the highest the highest like Membership. membership so yeah so there are options, but I think overall that's why I wouldn't personally recommend 100% international staying, but it's just up to you and your We just don't level. have experience, so yeah. that's why I feel uncomfortable recommending it. There is people who have had, like the, that couple we spoke to, they traveled all over the world. They stayed in France for a month and yeah. somewhere else. And, like somewhere in Mexico, I think. They stayed They stayed in many places, I forget. Yeah. And so I think at the end of the day, just don't rely too much on the provided safety measures. Like, I would say always come up with plan B. Like, I was telling Simi, maybe we could go to one in Hawaii because I have some family there Mm -hmm. and she knows some people there. So it's like absolute worst case scenario, something goes wrong, we have somewhere to stay. Yes. If you're going to some remote village in, like, Italy, I'd be a little bit more scared because it's like, where are you going to stay? What's the backup? You don't speak the language. Like, there's issues. The more issues, the more, you know, you just have to make sure you, like, think about all that, but. Yeah, obviously safety is most important, so that's why I want to address those questions very head-on. At the end of the day, we felt very safe at the places that we stayed at because of the amount of communication that we did with the homeowners before we got there. And things have worked out completely fine for us as far as safety. Yeah. So, that's good. I'm trying to see what other questions we didn't answer. Um, Um, Some people ask, can you bring friends, is the question. And again, that's something you just have to ask them if they're okay with it. We've had for... One of our stay, we didn't even ask because we didn't have anybody that we planned to invite. But the second one, we asked and they were completely okay with it. They actually offered it before we even asked said them. anything. They were like, "Yeah, you can have people over if, if you want, like have dinner parties." And we're like, "Okay, exactly." Today. <laughs> and then, do most owners let you leave the house? Yes, most owner, uh, most homeowners understand that you're there for that. Like, you're doing this for free, so they know that you are planning to have a vacation and leave the house. It's just following their rules of how long you can leave the their loved ones, their pets, away, like alone by themselves yeah that's the only thing there was Um, one about bringing your own dog which is case mm -hmm. by case i don't most pet sitters don't we don't because obviously we have their parents and like because there's just like the the risk of interacting new dogs with their dogs yeah it just really depends like i don't think most sitters do but like you can ask and like some may say yes but we've had someone in our in a in a phone call ask us like are you bringing your pets because they saw our pets in our picture so they're wondering obviously don't you have to take care of your pets and bring them but then we told them no we have family members to take care of our pets people are open to it but not everyone there was one about like the discount you can check our link tree 
in our Instagram or our TikTok bio, it has a referral code. So go ahead and use that if you want some um, 25% off 25% with off. the referral code. Yeah. You don't have to pay to look at the listing. So if you just wanted to scope out the listings at first before you commit to paying for it, you can still look at them. You just can't apply to them. You just have to make a profile it, to yeah. apply, which is, it's free to create a profile, but you, yeah, you can't apply. You can just look at them. So kind of gives you an idea before you fully commit with your money. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. I think that, oh, another thing I was going to say is you should, one a question to ask them is ask them if they have cameras, like ring cameras or anything in the house because you don't want to, you know, if someone has cameras in their yeah. house, you want to know that you're being recorded. But also we've had, like for a stay that we're going to do, like they have a ring camera and they're going to give us access so that we just like, we have the security system for the house, you yeah. know? So that's another way for safety concerns. Um, is there anything else? I think that was, I think we covered everything. Like yes. screening for scams. I mean, I think that the payment kind of suffices for that. But what then payment? also... Like, the fact that everyone pays. So people yeah, aren't really doing it for any, like, what's the scam incentive? You know, weirdos, you just have to make sure that you research them and FaceTime them. So you're pretty, like, safe from scams. Like, there's no, you're not, you're not, they're not getting money from, like, no one's getting money from this. So there's no huge incentive to scam someone out, you know? If so, anything, it's just, like, you know, safety crime It's literally vibes, just safety crime which vibes. Which is scary. Which is, yeah, but that's the risk that you run. If you don't want the risk, then get a hotel like someone Which, can hotels be... still come with risk too everything comes with risk you know yeah everything does come with risk there's like also it's like i'm not gonna stay in a city that i know is not safe you just have to know what you're comfortable with and then there's also other house sitting apps that you can use i know a lot of people are like wow they don't pay you there are apps that pay you like rovers one but it's literally like a job like you're basically like it's like a doordash like yeah can... and it's only local like it's not for traveling it's literally just for a job so if you literally want to house it for a job you can do rover and you can make pretty solid money pet sitting but that's more for local vibes. And then there's also one called Nomador, which is only $89 a year. It's less popular, so there's less listing. It's, and it's based out of Europe. I think it's a lot for, like, French speakers. So, like, there's tons of different apps for that. There are some that are based out of Australia. There's one called Paw Shake that's no membership fee. One called Mind My House that's $29 a year. There are some that are a little bit cheaper, too, but they're just less well-known we just chose trusted house sitters because it was most popular there were most reviews and most listings and it just made sense for us i mean feel free to look into those other options but for our research trusted house sitters was the best option and also it's it's u.s based and we're u.s based and so background checks were are only for u.s people so there was that was like all the reasons why we chose trust house sitters specifically um, but yeah, I think that we answered most of the questions that everyone left in our comments and DM and all that. So the last thing we just want to end up on and off on is just personally what kind of led us to house sitting. Yeah. So we both, as you know, if you've listened to our other episodes, we both work from home um, and we just graduated like a year ago. So we still live with our families, like our parents. And we really wanted something that would give us time to be adults, live on our own without paying rent. So we were like, how can we do this? How can we travel and explore the world at little to no cost while saving? Mm -hmm. Because we really want to save up for like, you know, the future. And so we looked into Airbnb and we found like this one, but it was like a thousand dollars a month or actually more than a thousand each. It was like Like we were going to spend money on Airbnb to go live in a different place for for a month. month. Yeah, it was just so expensive. It was like three thousand, which was one of the cheaper ones that we found. Mm -hmm. So Sim was like, "Let me look into something." So she found this app, and yeah, it's just perfect because it's free staycations. You get to travel. You get to get independence for our in our case. 
I'm a staycation type of girl, honestly. I think I just, I, a lot of people, even my sister sometimes is like, I would rather just pay to go on actual vacation where you can fully relax. That's like the same people, people don't like Airbnbs, the fact you have to clean, you don't get like a robe and stuff like that, you know? It's but not, I'm not luxury, but I literally prefer Airbnbs over hotels. I feel more comfortable. Hotels yeah. are sometimes like, they don't feel homey. They're for, like they have a time and a place. Like I understand why yeah. you want to stay in them for some situations, but for our situation being young, like, no. Like also, I want to I want to wash my own sheets. I want to like set up a yeah. home by myself. I want to have a kitchen. I want a fridge. Feel, yeah, water. Why do hotels not have filtered water, please? What? Like you have to yeah. pay for a water bottle? I'm it confused. is water. So it just for our situation, it was just literally perfect. Like I I wanted. Oh yeah, it's just so perfect for a situation. So did you have any other reasons why you did it? No, that's yeah. totally why. It's just the ability to. Speaking of which, we get our notifications. Yeah, I think we mentioned earlier, set up safe searches. That's what we recommend um, because that's how we've been able to be one of the first to apply to SITS is because we have specific filtered searches saved and we get notifications every time there's a new listing. Mm -hmm, Uh, For locations. So like mm -hmm. we saved Hawaii, we saved California so Mm -hmm. that we'll always get to know when those states have open listings. Mm -hmm. And then you can just look at them and be like, ooh, time to apply to this one. So yeah. Yep, and then the last question that we got was what were our work-from-home jobs? I'll just say, I work in tech marketing. I, how I got that job was basically I got my degree from university in international business, and I happened to intern with this company that they're like, they've been like, they were remote before it was trendy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like a super remote-friendly company, and so I've been able to work my job completely 100% from home. I work as uh, I work for a IT solutions firm, so I just basically do tech. Rec- I'm sorry, IT, which I guess is kind of tech, but in informational technology recruiting. So I just recruit like software developers, Java developers, those kinds of things. So my job is completely remote. Like the company, it just has headquarters. Everyone works completely remote. Mm-hmm. I've actually never met my coworkers in real life. I'm going to in August, but so it was. It's just like nice the flexibility that working remote allows. And I just think that nowadays we are the future of work i listened to a presentation on this at a career conference the future of work slowly more and more people are going to be remote and Mm -hmm. i think that's a really good thing for a lot of people especially people with families as we've said in the past basically i really do think the future is headed towards this because it's going to be an incentive for so many people like even you know that post-grad every single person asks you like oh what are you doing the second that bella and i say we work fully remote everyone's like oh wow thank god like yeah like it's going to be looked at as a um incentive for different jobs i think so it's yeah, only going to get more and more popular sure. obviously not all jobs can be like you can't work remotely as a like literally a, a nurse a or te- i mean actually you can there are some nursing jobs you can as a teacher there's options but it's less but i honestly think it's gonna get more flexible over time yeah. even doctors like i have virtual appointments with my exactly yeah with my doctors. and like nursing you can do like paperwork nursing you could do that remote there's mm, options but hipaa different. hipaa will probably keep doctors from being able to like work from their home and stuff but yeah i mean even therapists work from their home virtually yeah. you know it's so just it, there's no work it's a like revolution like that it's a revolution and i would say for anyone interested in recruiting you literally don't for most companies you don't need you just need background in some form of sales and then you're good and it's a remote job and almost I mean, all that's not even true you didn't have background hybrid. sales i i used to use them 
ASP ticket seller. So, like, very little oh, sales. So, I sold tickets for, like, the theater shows on my I mean, for recruiting, it's literally campus. your communication skills. It is your communication skills. So, if, even if you don't even have a background in it, it's a great job. Like, we have so many people that work for our company that were former teachers. Mm-hmm. Or one guy was, like, a former, literally, like, a biochemist, and he just, like, switched to this. Some people worked for, like, Boeing. Like, random things, mm-hmm. and then they just switched into this because they wanted more work-life balance. And, um, yeah, I will say it depends on the company, like everything. It depends on the company culture. But working from home, I think, is just so nice for work-life balance. It does have its negatives. But overall, it allows us to do house-sitting and to travel while still working and making money while traveling, which is Mm -hmm. so nice. So, yeah, that's us. Yep, that is us. And that is kind of all the information on house and pet-sitting. We hope this was informative and helpful for everyone. But yeah, I really think this is a great option. It's going to continue to be something that it grows over time, I believe. Oh, for sure, yeah. Because so many people are going to be more able to travel while they work 9 to 5 and still experience new communities. And I bet so many of the people that we also house it for, they probably work remote too. because A lot of them do because how are they able they to leave, leave for a home. long time? Yeah. So we encourage you to try this if it seems like it matches up with what's an incentive and fun for you let us know if you have any other questions feel free to message us also message us to join our friend chat we're gonna start our book club soon so yeah please message dm us. us on instagram if you'd like to join or if you have any other questions thank you so much for all the traction on this video and we hope that this was informative and yeah happy house sitting and pet sitting yeah let us know where you get to go and all the fun memories that you make when you do it and remember that we have a referral code in our link tree bio with 25% off of any membership to Trust's House Sitters. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks so much. Love you. Bye. Bye.